Overture, curtain slide, this is it, we'll hit the high. Hi. It's your boy Adam Pecora. And welcome to another tantalating edition of Requiem for a Tuesday. Glad you could make it. Coming to you live from uh, Judork Titties, as uh, Christina P. would say. The heart of the financial district. Very exciting stuff. A little yerb. Got to get kicked up. It's a late night. I look like shit. I feel like shit. Don't have a lot of energy in me. Until now, we're coming alive. Um, first things first, as always, please rate, review, subscribe to this show. Apple, Spotify, everywhere, YouTube, you name it. All linked in the description below. Always is, always will be. WolfX Multiplex, we got music. There's options for you. Weird stuff, instrumental stuff. You want to dance, you want to feel a little crazy. We can do that for you. Arfat.bigcartel.com uh, for some merch. Exciting stuff. It's all good. Fund us. Fund me. I'm here with my boy Miles. We're chilling, cooling it. My decor. Ow, hit my elbow on the fucking air conditioner. Real ghetto rig I got going here. So this room is, I don't know, maybe eight by eight. If I had to guess. And uh, right now, I took an end table and sandwiched it into the only space between the wall and the bed that will enable me to fit. Because there's a chair in the room. Luckily, there's also a chair. All the amenities here in New York. And yeah, I'm wedged in. Can't say I'm comfortable. But hey, you got to make do. This is the stew on the road. Ooh, all of a sudden I'm getting burpy. Bad timing. You see, what they don't tell you is you got to vomit every time before you go on stage. That way you don't run any risk of acid reflux or anything like that getting in your way. Uh, no, anyway, back to what I was talking about. Originally, um, <laughs> I already forgot. Never mind. Episode's over. Just kidding. Don't turn it off, please. Need all the numbers. I feed off of your attention. I'm like a vampire, kind of. Look, you're saying, why are you in the financial district? First of all, buy IBM. To the moon, right? We're, everybody's a stock guy now. We all did it. You may have heard me lament over my Dogecoin failures in the previous episode. It was brutal. And I'm still not over it, frankly. If we're just going to be honest. 
Let's be honest. So, yeah, I came here to get my money back. I came here to take everything by storm. You know, storm Wall Street, Occupy Wall Street. Um, Greed is good. Gordon Gecko, you name it. I'm here for it. Speaking of which, if we want to go back into the plugs for a second, look at this. Look at this. Uh, Wolfx.bandcamp.com. Got a little EP called Wall Street. Eh, album. It's an album. Let's be honest. Uh, samples the three Wall Street movies that I could think of. You know which three. If you can't think of the third one, it's because it's Wall Street 2. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, those samples can't be streaming. So, exclusive tip. You probably weren't aware. Look at that. Here I am. Bull market, bear market, you name it, I'm in it. It's great to be here. Um, no, but the short and truthful answer is credit will roll. Ugh. Well, it's not that. It's not clutter. Um, that's what an aneurysm is. So <laughs> we can look back to the footage. We can probably teach that to med students or something. Uh, what I was trying to say is this is uh, credit card rewards at its finest. You see, my options were basically this or Times Square if I wanted to come for free. And you better believe I wanted to come for free. So this is it. This is where we are. You know, quick access all over town. Might take a little longer, but guess what? I can get on any subway. Hack. Boom. I'm the king of New York City. No, I got lost earlier today, and I also... I didn't get lost. You know, because I knew where I was, but there was train mishaps. Maybe we'll get there. I don't know. But I took... I got here by train. Via train. From, from the great war zone of Chicago. They're uh they're talking about having the de escalation process just become <laughs> walk away. <laughs> they're like, hey cop, if somebody flees, you can't chase them. You got to walk away. Or if they're getting animated, like, you got to leave. Because there is nothing that can be done in any capacity, apparently, that would just prevent straight-up murder. Like, we can't... Hey, I know you want to kill these people and are going to kill these people, so we're just going to have you start to just walk away entirely. It's just like, come on. Silly. It's silly, but I took the train here 20 hours, okay? Impulse buy, checked the flight prices immediately after. It was about half. So that was a little bit upsetting. But I did want to have the experience. Um, But wow, because then I looked up how long it would take to drive, and it's like seven less hours, and it's like, okay... 
you know, I get like the train has to stop and it's a train, you know, so it's like it's not an A to B scenario. But at the same time, I mean, seven, how do you lose seven hours? It just doesn't add up. So that was kind of rough, but I will say it leaves at a good time. You know, 9.30 departure, 6.30 p.m. arrival. Like, that's that's where it's rough. I could have used, like, a two- or three-hour, like, back. Like, let's, let's back. Is that move it up, technically? Isn't that weird how that works? You want to move it up, but that's a less number. It's It shouldn't be complicated. I don't know. You see what I mean? I don't want to be like this. It's terrible. Anyway. So I get down to good old Union Station. Oh, couldn't tell you the number of times I've been down to the old lady. <laughs> Thousands, probably, just because... That's how it went back in the day. You know, the long commute. I was basically coming in from Poughkeepsie. (laughs) Not that far, but there's no better there's no better city than Poughkeepsie. I love you, Poughkeepsie. Um look, so I get on down to the Amtrak. Fucking murderer's row in the Amtrak waiting area. It looks like an airport terminal, like waiting area, but like if all that happened when they called the flights was like you got pills. <laughs> <laughs> in a little cup and you were just on your way like it's like it, it's like a psych ward mixed with traveling it's like a rehab facility on rail <laughs> i was gonna say on wheels it is it is kind of on wheels you know some would say but you don't see a lot of you don't see a lot of trains go off track start driving around you know it only happens in Inception. So, just had to clarify that for whatever reason. Not sure why. <laughs> but that's okay. And look, like, the clientele is sketchy. Anyway, eventually we get on. And I don't realize I'm sitting next to one of these types, but I end up sitting not next to one of these types. So luckily, this was the prediction I had that was correct. Due to COVID protocol, you basically, so the seats are two and two, you know, aisle in the middle. Nobody's allowed to sit next to you. So you just get two seats. So I'm like, boom, I'm sleeping. You know? I can't sleep in a chair. I don't get how people sleep in chairs. Like, even if it's a recliner, you know, that's not a bed. It's not similar. I can sleep on a futon, you know what I mean? I'm not a quality whore. You know, I'm cheap. 
<laughs> just wind me and dine me a little bit. Put me in a chair. So, when it, you know, I'd rather curl up in a ball sideways. I'm all squished up. You know, these legs can get up to my chest. You know, I've had a doctor finger my asshole before. I know how to get him up there. <laughs> it's tough. When they say hug your knees to your chest, it's just like, Jesus, what did I do to get here? <laughs> you know? Fuck. It's just like, what a vulnerable and weak position I am. Just what a low-level person in that moment. And they're comfortable. Let me tell you, Doc was comfy. He was not shy in the slightest. And I mean, I guess, isn't that what you want in your medical professional? A lack of hesitation? I think so. I think that's the good way to go. I don't know how this is going to work out in the end. Um, so I didn't mention it. But I feel it's weird if I don't mention it. Um, but in the event that it, what I'm saying doesn't end up being reality, cause just cause I'm experimenting with video for this episode for a video special. Not that this is like a special. You know, just saying, like, don't expect a reggae video thing. But also. If this fails, I'm using this like tripod, but it's not a tripod because I forgot my tripod. So what I'm using is my gimbal that has a tripod thing. But if the battery dies, the video will fail, basically. Um, <laughs> and the video might just fail in general. So it might not exist. So if there is no video format, then you just know extra details of things I was attempting on this trip. Inside info. Oh, I have to burp so bad. Yeah, there it is. I tried to hold it in, but it just came right through. That's a lot of grease. Ladies and gentlemen, I went to Nathan's earlier down on Coney Island. It's not an island, I don't think. Maybe technically it is. There could be a river or something, but I doubt it. <laughs> um, I know it's not an island. <laughs> These fucking New Yorkers, all they talk about is New York. I get it. We're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we're in it. What, what do you got to talk about? You made it, buddy. <laughs> Welcome. I'm here, too. It's exciting stuff. Anyway, so I was across the aisle... From one of these like 6'4", 300 pound. <sighs> I don't want to be this extreme. Like a military type. I was going to say think Ethan Suplee in American History X. You know. I was trying to do it subtle. But then I realized I did it pretty blatant. Anyway. <laughs> it wasn't that bad though. But it was just a like, you've got all the wrong ideas. So here, let me give you an example, right? So first of all, this guy had like a fake leg thing, but it was like a brace that he was like modding for like a long, for hours that I noticed. Who knows? Could have been the entire time. 
Uh, so that's a red flag. Red flag number two was he was one of those aggro army dudes in that anyone that just like has a job in any kind of like uniform a la a train conductor he's just one of you know one of those military cop bros where they're like thank you for your service man really appreciate what you do and they're just like yeah thanks man (laughs) you know he's like you think i like wearing this stupid fucking hat you know what I mean? I'm not a fucking officer of the tracks. This is a gig. <laughs> um, and uh, he did that to one of the guys. It might have been the conductor. But either way, the guy just kept walking. You know, was just like, yeah, thanks. You know, whatever. And then... I guess he was striking up a chat with some other guy, but he, like, then was speaking to that guy and goes, see, a lot of people don't understand. Like, if you're just nice to people, it goes a long way. And it's like, dude, you're not that guy. You're the biggest red flag on this whole fucking train, bro. You know? You're talking about... You're fucking, you were in Afghanistan or some shit? I don't know. He said he was overseas. He said this. He said that. Then he said something about blah, blah, blah. There was three of them. I was just trying to help. They hit me in the head. Dot, dot, dot. I don't know. I heard blotches at the wrong times, at the right times. I don't really know what was going on. All I knew was I knew the type. He was that type. He was terrifying. But not really, you know. Um, My point is I was hoping I had just sat to a regular fat guy. You know, because a fat guy, he's not moving. And this guy didn't move. He was paying people to get him shit and stuff. It was pretty crazy. But that's the thing. I didn't want the aggro I'm talking guy. And then this guy has fucking... (laughs) I was going to say cystic fibrosis, and then I was going to say fibromyalgia, but what I'm trying to say is, ooh, I thought I could talk myself right into it, sleep apnea, there we go, and was the vicious, most loudest snorer you could ever imagine, let alone a guy across the aisle from you on a train car. So that was fun. Not that I thought I was going to sleep well. Anyway, I mean, curled up in a ball across some train seats using my fucking duffel bag as a pillow. Tried to pack light, you know. Speaking of which, I bought a skate deck from the Supreme Store, Miles Davis, and uh, I need to tie it to my duffel bag just so it's easier to carry because now I'm leaving with more stuff than I, you know, came with. I asked the front desk for a little bit of rope or yarn. I asked for twill. No, twine specifically. Twine. Twine and twill. I always get them crossed. Dine and dill. They always get me sauced. Ah, I should have said wine. (sighs) Damn. Well, you know, you can't win them all, ladies and gentlemen. Let this be a lesson for you. Anyway, love this hotel. 
Very accommodating. Unlike the fucking Whole Foods where I was like, hey, man, can somebody just get me some fucking twine from floral? Which I didn't say it like that. I was pretty nice about it because also I knew the answer was yes. Having previously worked there, you just give everybody everything all the fucking time. And this guy's like, is anybody over there? And I'm like, no, that's why I'm asking you. Go get it. This guy's just chatting up the security lady. Wasn't doing a fucking thing. Which I don't blame him. You know what I mean? Like, here's the thing. I was just exhausted. I didn't, like, react in any way. I was just like, okay, like, dick answer. I was like, so no? Thanks. And I left. You know, it was nothing. I just got, I got heated for a second. You know, my feet were sore. My feet have been sore for, like, two days. I have not stopped walking. Still, uh, you know, my shoes were too tight for the first, like, 18 hours of walking that I did. Uh, loosening them up made it a little more bearable, but it's, you know, the damage has been done. Anyway, my point is, fuck that guy. Also, though, if I was him, we would have done the same thing. So I basically met my match there, and I respect it, and I got my shit from this hotel. Very accommodating. The lady's like, I'll ask a guy, works in the building, gets me some shit. I go down to pick it up. She's like, you're not going to, like, do anything with that, are you? To which my mind jumped to, like, does she think I'm, like, tying somebody up in here? Like, does she, did she mean it like, oh, are you getting kinky? Or the way I, well, that's how I heard it. Which I was like, oh, okay, like, funny, haha. But then, like, I don't know. Didn't really say it with a joking tone. And I was like, no, which then the lack of joking tone and then like response to my smile, which I guess you couldn't see behind the mask, which may have been true for her as well. But I didn't see any eye muscles, cheek action. Been very akin, a coon in tune. Don't know what I'm saying. Aware of that lately. Anyway. (laughs) That led me to think that maybe she thought I was just going to fucking hang myself up here. So that's fun. You know, the windows don't even open that much. Couldn't even do it. Come on. Not that I would have to hang myself from the window. I guess these ceilings are pretty high. Now I'm getting some idea. (laughs) Maybe she was right. Maybe I could do it. Maybe I should. (laughs) Oh, boy. But no, very glad to have that rope that I was not allowed by other people. Oh, get that fucking ear. Yeah. Scratching my ear. Sorry. Feels good. Ear stuff's a little sexual. Also, I want to say that it has stuck with me over many years that I still think is a very clever little one-liner from Family Guy. Once you go black, you go deaf. <laughs> I think that that's brilliant. Oh, for context, it was uh, an episode where abstinent kids start fucking ears. Makes a little more sense when you put it like that, I guess. I always never got it, you know? Not that I'm like Big Dick Willie over here. Um, not that I'm Little Dick Nicky either, you know? We don't need to get into all that. Don't worry about it, but it, I'm happy. So is your girl. Oh, he went there. He 
believe it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, how small is your dick that you could even think about that? You know what I mean? Like I, I can't even think about it. You know, it doesn't seem like a a physical possibility. So it's just like never crossed my mind. Maybe those micro boys, that's where they got to get it on. That's probably good. Probably fits nice. But then it's like, isn't that nasty? It's probably nasty. (laughs) You think earwax in your dick gets you sick? Can we do a study? Have some micro dick guy just railing ears. Well, we have to put like a, what are those things called? Like an IUD? Can you like put that against someone's eardrum to prevent rupture? What do we do about jizz in the ear? Because as a child, right, I told a story on here pretty recently about my urination which was likely anxiety, at least in some form. Who knows, you know? Like, I'm a fucking doctor now just because I'm not a child. It's like, oh, well, now I know what happened. I don't fucking know what happened. Um, I also at one point went to the doctor because I couldn't hear anything. Not like I was deaf, but it's like everything just sounded far away and, like, no matter, I would all, I was always asking everybody to repeat themselves, especially in the house. And that's basically the only times I ever really went to the doctor. It was just when I bothered people, <laughs> which was pretty often. Like, I, I was a sickly little boy. I also mentioned that. I was eating fucking frozen dinners. It's like, well, what did you expect? Feed me some food. Maybe I'll be fine. Anyway, not holding grudges. Just, just stating the facts. Just stating the facts. But... <laughs> So we go to a fucking audiologist. Sorry, had to spot, had to, had to pause there to think of that word. An audiologist didn't know that existed until then. Most people probably don't. I mean, I guess you can figure. Sure, but basically, the mentality was, which has stuck with me to this day, and I think it is correct. It's just like if you got insurance, go fucking use it. You think something just might be up? Spend thirty bucks. Go to the audiologist. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, this guy fucking loads up a hand cannon f- with hoses attached. Basically like an airbrush gun. Like if some Vato was doing t-shirts on the pier. Okay. Picture that, but with some weird, like, I want to say it was like a white looking solution. And he was like, yeah, this is some like acidic something thing. I don't remember exactly. But basically all they did was just go in my ear holes and squirt hella shit in there. And then that was pretty much it. He's like, yeah, this is like a medicated thing. We'll put a little bit of that in here. They didn't see anything. That was the thing. It's like maybe there's some blockage. So I don't know. Maybe I went anxiety deaf. If that's a thing, I was pissing and deaf. And I was like, somebody please just help me. <laughs> just give me a pat on the back. Um... And yeah, that wasn't great. Because this guy, (laughs) he looked at my mom. And she's like, how long do we have to do this for? 
<laughs> because like you would think you just squirt some shit in there. If there's a little blockage, maybe you got to loosen it up, get it free, squirt, 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 then you're good. This guy was alternating back and forth between water and this shit like nonstop. My mom asked the guy like, yeah, what are we doing? He's like, oh, well, we can squirt water in there all day. The solution don't have to stop. <laughs> uh Cause that'll it'll cause problems if there's too much. But he's like, yeah, we can just keep squirting water in there. We can stay as long as you need. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool. So I guess good to know. If you were ever wondering, you know, maybe you got your head against the shower. You have some weird pressure thing. Then you're into that. According to an audiologist, about 15 years ago, you can squirt water in there all day. <laughs> you can quote that guy on that. So, you might be in the clear. What do you know? Oh, boy. The yerb is flowing. Your boy is flowing. Not really. Imagine me just spitting freestyles on the corner for spare change. I'd last about six lines, <laughs> uh, and then I'd have to call it a day. I don't. I couldn't really be a barker of any kind, nor a Travis for that matter. Ha ha ha! Gotta love that. Uh, but no. Where did I leave off on the train? Yeah, the fucking mutton chops, Magoo. Snoring up a fucking storm. Look, overall, it wasn't bad. Nobody was overly pushy trying to talk to me, which is my was my biggest fear, was that somebody was really going to be just in my ear the whole time. Big perk of COVID was real easy to avoid that. Put the headphones on. Full steam ahead. Quite literally. Gotta love train humor. Where my train head's at. <laughs> this episode is dedicated to all my train lovers out there. Even you weird motherfuckers building toy motherfucking shit in your house. You got fucking overalls and one of those little hats. Are you that weird? If you're that weird, you know, be that weird. But I would say be public about it. I think the more privately... You're into trains, the more fucked up it is. If you're just like, yeah, man, I like trains to a weird extent, and you say that, and you're like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Just just put it out there. And then people don't care as much. This is a word of advice, train guys. You got to lead with it. Hey, I'm Jimmy. I like the choo-choo. Okay, baby? <laughs> if you don't like that, you can go on the other side of the tracks <laughs> where no one will miss you. I don't get it. Yeah, I just don't get the adult train thing. I don't know. Maybe it's because I never had a train set at all. <sighs> Or maybe it's because I ride real trains all the time. Just get on a train. I don't get... What are you playing with? I don't know. Do your thing, I guess. But also don't be fucking weird. You know? Like, I don't lead with like, oh, 
I have a podcast. I'm the king of the internet. You know? It's like, yeah, I'm trying. (laughs) You know? Can we just do it? It's like, yeah, I'm doing a thing. Maybe it's dumb. Maybe you think it's dumb. I don't care if you do. Because you're dumb. (laughs) But maybe you do. And that's fine. You know? I'm just not going to be one of those guys gets all up in arms. I don't know how I felt on this path. I'm pretty fucked up. <laughs> it's just been edibles. I've been smoking a one-hitter just to get around. So, like, maybe some of the brass has seeped into my brain as well. Physical exhaustion. You know, my eyes are bloodshot. Allergies. Can't stop scratching. I have a lot of stuff in my belly currently. <laughs> you know, there's just a lot going on, okay, is all is all I'm saying. So anyway, the 9.30 departure, <laughs> pretty sick. Basically uneventful through the night, you know. I, I tried to stay up, like, as late as I could so I could, like, sleep as much as I could, which neither one did very much. Basically, you wake up every two hours, no matter what. I did, anyway. There's motion, there's whatever, there's noises. uh, You can't, you know. I'm not a heavy sleeper, per se. Especially if there's any movement involved, something touches me. You know, it's just like, that's game over. Physical stuff, you know, come on. Ooh, that just went in my eye. I was going to try to play that off. But uh, couldn't avoid it. Anyway, <laughs> sipping that yerb, getting it in direct infusion. I just, yo, you you just sip your yerb. You shotgun yours? Oh, you're cool, bro. I get a motherfucking dropper. I put that shit directly into my eyeballs, right into the bloodstream. Okay, I'm trying to go fast. You know, I'm Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna start doing it. What do you mean you don't like trains? Well, you know what? You're not girlfriend material. Let's just be honest. You know what I mean? What are, you, what are we going to do about your pants? Look at your fucking pants. You can't even shop for pants. Going to judge me. It's a nice train. <sighs> Look, I got to say. The train gets old about, uh, I don't know, you could maybe do six more hours after you wake up. And then I was kind of like, all right, let's get this over with. Look down, there's about four and a half hours left. Then you get to fucking Albany and you just wait for an hour. It's like, well, what's the point of us making time? You know, unless that stop was a scheduled long stop, I don't know, but we need to be informed. That's what I don't like. You can't just be like doing your instructions and not like you don't have hundreds of motherfuckers on here. You know, I didn't know. I could have went and got like a sub sandwich or something. Could have checked out Albany for 10 minutes and came back. Seems nice. I think there's a lot of crime. (laughs) I think New York is pretty littered with crime like as a state. All of northern and western New York. 
I know Buffalo's pretty ghetto. I really want to go to Buffalo, though. I have an episode on Buffalo. Loving, I love Buffalo, having never been there. <laughs> uh, other than Buffalo, Wyoming. But I plan to go back at some point. All I did was stop there briefly. On the outskirts of town, boy, the train tracks really roam through the hood of every single place because nothing looks nice when you're rolling up on the Amtrak. Same goes for Sandusky. Shout out. Cedar Point. Took the train there once. You get there about 3.30 in the morning. I don't know if I told the story or not, but no Uber, no nothing. We just had to call some guys (laughs) on phone numbers we wrote down. You know, that we just Googled that we hope were correct because nothing was ever verified or tracked at the time. It was thrilling. It was thrilling. Actually, I think we also may have not even had a cell phone. I think that was the other harsh part. But that seems pretty extreme. I think maybe it was a non-smartphone that was the error. That makes a lot more sense. But still, could you imagine? 3.30 in the morning? There was motherfuckers like roaming around outside too. Like it was pretty sketchy. Gotta say Sandusky. Gotta shape up your nightlife. Ooh. Gotta shape up your nightlife. Got people fucking in the streets. You know when you're a little kid you see a no gun sign. You're like why do they need a no gun sign? Would people be bringing guns if that sign wasn't here? (laughs) Like do we need the sign to prevent this? Every time I see one of those, I'm like, oh, crime is saved. (laughs) We have solved the gun issue. Just put the sign up. Everyone will stop. What are we doing, guys? (laughs) All we needed was more signs. Wow, I just got my hands mixed up. I'm holding a microphone and a yerba mate. Tried to drink the microphone. Tough. Then I was going to, I guess, talk into the Yerba Mate can, but, you know, embarrassing. And it may or may not be caught on camera. Who knows? I cannot, I cannot say, I cannot predict what the future may hold. Look, though, I do got to say, Western, all that West North New York, beautiful place, a lot of crazy, like, vibrant, bright colors on everything. Way more mountains than I ever would have thought. I knew, like, there was, like, the Appalachia thing and all that, but they're, like, way closer to the city than I ever would have guessed. They really just kept coming. A lot of just backwoods, country, river towns, which was weird. The Appalachian people are estranged. They're like kind of country, but no, but they're not New Englandy. Really got their own. It's just a. It's just a. It, they have like a backwoods. Backwoods specifically, you know. Because then, like Montana and Idaho, you know, those are like woodsy people. I don't know about Idaho. You know. We'll give Idaho some props. Come on. They give us... They're the only reason we have fries. Pretty much, you know? (laughs) Shout out to Idaho. Why not? Anyway, the backwoodsy people. 
Because they're not really rednecks or hillbillies. I don't know. They kind of looked a little hillbilly-ish. It's like a weird northern country. And it's like an hour and a half outside of New York City. But I don't know. At the same time, you know, you drive an hour in any direction. I guess except north because you'll end up in Milwaukee. But an hour in any direction from Chicago, you're going to get into some a dramatically different thing. Maybe not an hour, I guess. But you get the point, you know. The contrast is very dramatic. And it almost seems intentional. You know, I guess everybody does hate everybody no matter what. Oh, the country people hate the city people. The city people hate everybody and each other. (laughs) You know, and it's just a vicious cycle of misery. Gotta love it. Oh, boy. Using the ghetto laptop, too? It's tough. This thing has been churning almost a decade now. And uh, barely works. And uh, almost ripped my... A good thing I shaved my head before coming here. Because I'd be ripping the hair out of my skull. Or I would have been, at least, at the setup of all this. I couldn't load anything. I needed to download stuff. The browsers, the browsers keep auto-updating. It's already too late. I think I've turned it off now. Either way, they just keep auto-updating, and they're so beyond what this computer can handle that, like, literally the hardest thing for this laptop is to, like, Google something and then just, like, do it. Like, a four-click internet thing is brutal. You know, and I can open up, I can open up Illustrator right now while this is recording and it would run hella smoother. I paused because I said hella. It's just like, I don't know how I feel about hella. You know, Zach Hill, the greatest drummer of all time. Great band called hella. It's a whole no cal thing. I don't know about NoCal. Never been. Maybe I'd like it. Maybe I'd like the type. It's hard to say. But it does seem like if that's a regular, regular part of your vocabulary, that maybe you should expand upon it. You know? Just, uh... Doesn't seem like the best word choice. To be consistent. I don't know. I also say good a lot. But... It's a nice word, good. It's round. A lot of ways to relay it. And that that's basically what it is. Like, I kind of use... Well, I'm not going to pretend that I understand anything about remotely Chinese, but <laughs> it's like the way you say it, you know? Like, the inflection of it can mean different things. That's how I use good, because it's almost funnier that way because it is the least descriptive word. At the same time, and it does have those degrees. So you can sell it. Yeah, it was good. You know, you got to know what I mean. You got to know my goods. Like, that's also like a test. Like, if you know me, you know how much I may have liked it. You know? How was that chicken sandwich? Oh, it was good. (laughs) You know? That's huge. How was, uh... How was that penne al vodka? It was good. You know what I mean? You don't hear the impact there? 
We don't got to, you get it. We don't got to keep going. I was going to do like 25 of them. Just going to close the podcast out in a half an hour of examples that reiterate a very simple and basic point that everyone can understand. But isn't that what I do here? Just trying to vamp it up. I'm King Vamp. Tried to get Playboy Cardi to come on for this episode. (laughs) Uh, He was not willing to do so. Like Robinson Caruso. Uh, Something with Jew slow. (laughs) I'm a Jew and I'm slow. Wait. Is that good? (laughs) You supposed to say things about yourself? Step up to a roast battle and just do myself be rabbit style, but like don't rhyme well either. You kind of just go up there and start listing all your flaws. (laughs) Yo, DJ, spin that shit. Hey, my name's Adam. Uh, Look, I don't know. I just don't feel great about the way my belly hangs over my pants. And hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> you know, and they're like, wait, dog, like, are you all right? Where do you think you are? Thought this was the shelter, bro. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> I'm just trying to vent, bro. Ain't you seen 8 Mile? <sighs> and then... Upon arrival in New York City, I'm just bouncing around, I know. What do you come to expect from me? Consistency? In some ways, I suppose. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, in in positive ways. But also, uh, yeah, not today. I don't know, like I said. My brain is mush. My feet, literally, the f- so the way my feet are designed, they're flawed. Incredibly flawed. Mostly flat-footed. Um, no arch from like a, like on the sides perspective. I'm just like a triangle. It just keeps getting wider. There's no type of curvation on the sides. Barely any on the bottom. So my, my toes and like not even my toes, like right below my toes, that part, there's like a where your little, like the ball of your foot is supposed to be. That just comes out even wider. So I'm just getting smashed all the time. All my toes are smashed together. I can't even separate my pinky toe on the left side. It just like stays in place and then the other one like squishes it together real tight. Anyway, point is, that was how I got into all the foot trouble from this. My skin has been removed, been removed from multiple toes, basically just due to friction. (sighs) It's tough. You know, and it just keeps getting worse because I just cannot, you know, you can't stop walking, really. 20-hour train ride back may be nice at this point. But I'm losing skin. I honestly think that if I didn't have either pinky toe, I'd probably be way more efficient on my feet. Now, I don't know the science behind it. Maybe one of those things where it's like, regardless of how shitty your pinky toes are, They do help you no matter what. That could be a thing. 
and I'd maybe buy it, you know, depending on where you got your medical degrees from. <laughs> uh, but, you know, if it was like a cheap elective surgery, maybe I'd just do it. You know, if that was something that we could just take care of real quick, lop them off. Now, boom, my shoes fit better, moving better. I think there's a real thing. I definitely don't need them. Like I said, one of them, I can't even really move. God, I'm wiggling them right now. And the skin, it's just pulling skin from everywhere. <laughs> all, 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 the, all the torn up various places are just stretched and it's not great. It's going to be a long recovery on the feet. That's fine. It's fine. Little Bilbo action. I ain't no Frodo. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Not once on this journey was I like, okay, let's take a pause on this. I'm going to put the kibosh on this one. No. I, uh, I almost did. I almost quit a few times. <laughs> but kept pushing through. You know, bleeding toes Murphy. That's what they call me. Upon arrival, <laughs> it was just a mad dash. I was like, okay. Well, here's the other thing. The worst thing about trains is that all trains do this, and they have to. I get it. All these locomotives. Once you get in, you're getting in from a far distance. This was an experience I had on the Metra back in the day. I said my, in my frequenting of Union Station... Where it's like, as you pull in, you're pulling into one of the most major train stations in America in either case. Chicago, New York. Both sides of the coin. So there's a ton of train traffic, which drives me insane. This is what I'm talking about. I don't have the patience for it. It's like, well, first of all, in this case, it was literally 20 hours. So now it's like, oh, we're sitting waiting for clearance. It's like, well, how about you guys fucking clear it up? (laughs) This is a scheduled train. We're supposed where we're supposed to get here. We're here. Like, how do you not have it just ready to go? Save the space. You know? How about plus or minus 30 minutes from that train showing up? You clear the track, you get it ready. 20 hours. And now it's like, oh, we're here. We're literally at the station. We're in the city you want to be in. And at the station, but you're gonna just keep sitting here. Happens every time. You know, it's like sitting on the runway is bad, but it's for me, it's just hard to complain about anything involved with the miracle of flight, you know, and I don't like flying. It's also partially why I took the train too nervous, (laughs) you know, I don't have a Xanax guy. If I had a Xanax guy, I'd pro- I probably would have flown. <laughs> or I will next time. My goal is to get a Xanax guy so I can come back to New York City and not take the train. <laughs> That's the expectation. I don't know. I don't know. But how, you know, like, it's this. it's the same thing of like, Okay, you sat in traffic on the way somewhere, which is already brutal again, because what's the point 
of being stopped. I just, the point, like being stopped while trying to go somewhere. It's like, well, this is the opposite of going somewhere. Just drives me insane. Uh, but then it's like, imagine you sit in traffic, takes forever to get somewhere, and then you get there and you can't find parking, and it's like, oh my God, I, I left to get there a little bit early, and traffic was so bad that even with projected traffic, I'm now like technically right on time, and then it takes so long to parking, and it's like, now I'm technically late, and it's like, well, I thought I took all the precautions for this, and now there's no fucking parking, and you're just driving around and just fuming, 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 and everybody's like, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> they're like how about you just fucking relax and don't take it that hard and it's like buddy if it were that easy no yeah and it just builds and builds and builds and in my head I'm like fuck somebody let me off <laughs> you know it's like it's like aggressive like Elaine on the subway in that episode of Seinfeld is literally like that's me after, like, two inconveniences in transit of any kind. The The third one, I am off the charts, <laughs> at least in my head. It's bad. That, that's what led to me being so angry at the Whole Foods guy. I just kept missing Atlantic Avenue because I was blasted and I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and then it was like, oh transfer onto this one and it's like oh well now we're running an express they like announce it after like i got on like right as they were announcing it and about to close the doors or something or it was like the i don't know but yeah they're like you're here but psych don't get off the train drive me nuts so anyway as soon as i get off finally find my way out the signage, eh, a little spotty. Also, I get why it kind of connects to the entire city and surrounding area at large. Pretty hard to be super specific about stuff in there. All the other signage in New York is phenomenal. I'll give them credit. I'll give them credit. It's due. It's due. But I'm fuming because I'm hungry. I had plans. So anyway, I had a reservation at the Comedy Cellar at 9 o'clock. Had to make it, but I also wanted a pizza. <laughs> so I had to come all the way down to the hotel, had to drop it off, order the pizza, make it to the pizza. Couldn't find the pizza place. John's a bleaker. Shout out. Incredible. Now, I don't know about like lives up to the hype. Again, I don't really get it because that's supposed to be like one of the best that there is. I don't really, I don't know. Seems to be a consensus thing. I thought it was like really good. But it's like this idea. Again, the New York versus Chicago thing. Again, deep dish is just a type of pizza that is also made. Every pizza place that makes deep dish, I won't say every, I suppose there might be some that don't. But everyone that I can think of makes both. And there are plenty that don't make it at all. The deep dish, I mean. So again, that like Chicago versus New York, if we're talking deep dish versus regular, just period... And that's how that works. Yeah. You know, the pizza's better then. Sure, whatever. But we make better thin crust pizza as well. Okay? Debate settled. Because that was it, was, it was really, really good. But if that's supposed to be the best fucking thing in the entire fucking city, boy, you are surely mistaken. I'll take some Johns on Western any day. Okay? 
God damn it. <laughs> I don't even know how that... Oh, right. It made sense because of the story. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Oh, what a disaster. It just keeps getting worse. Anyway, so what just happened there? Had a little run run on the nose. Wiped it. Big scabby. I get these nose scabbies in the corner. They hurt like a motherfucker when you touch them sometimes. I don't know why this happens. It's brutal. People be like, oh, what are you allergic to? I'm like, earth? <laughs> it's springtime? Have you been outside? <laughs> Can't handle it. Can't handle it. I'm meant, my family's DNA is meant, we're meant to be soft, round, doughy little people who sit in very particularly climate-controlled rooms and complain about stuff. It's what my entire lineage is based on. As of at least the last century that I that I can confirm. So, yeah, it's tough. Humidity, hate it. Rain, hate it. Snow, hate it. <laughs> Wind, hate it. I want it to be flat. <laughs> I want nothing. You know? Like in Community, when Troy is in the room temperature room, which, by the way, I think that that is so funny every single fucking time. That is such a brilliant little bit. But that's what I want. I mean, I think that that's what a lot of people would want in that specific scenario, but who wouldn't want the perfect temperature room? I want the perfect temperature life. <laughs> I just can't escape it. I'm either su- I'm sweating all the time. But it never gets me anywhere. That's the thing. No matter how much I sweat, no matter how much I cry, <laughs> I never lose a pound. <laughs> uh, not true, by the way. Who knows now? Because I did eat almost the entire pizza in Washington Square Park by myself. Uh, which uh, the food stories will continue in a second. But I just want to say, because it, it was mentioned that I was over 195. We're sub one. We're back to sub 195. Okay, I had a big dump within two days, and uh, we cleaned that up. <laughs> I rode my bike like four and a half miles the next morning after me and George ate that pretzel crust pizza. It was vile. I felt terrible as I was doing it, and I couldn't stop. I felt terrible like three pieces in, and I ate the whole thing eventually that night. It was rough. Rode my bike to the Gale Street Inn, and I was like, Jesus Christ. (laughs) This is far. It's not that far for a normal person. But when you're a fat motherfucker coming off a pretzel crust pizza hangover... The salt in your chest does not want you to get going early in the morning, let me tell you. First hand. I've got the experience. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, I just rubbed my nose again. It hurts so bad. I need to get that shit lasered, I think. That seems like that's the solution, right? (laughs) Pain in your nose, laser it. (laughs) Pain in your nose... Pretty good alternative to pain in your ass. Are people saying that? Because we should get that going. I like it. (laughs) Anyway. 
So I rushed to get the pizza, go to the comedy cellar. It's a great time. I will say, you know, prices are a little pricey. You know? $25 cover and a two-drink minimum? Come on, dog. And a food requirement, which I think is a New York thing? I don't know. A lot of alcohol stuff going on here. You can't fucking buy alcohol anywhere here. Also. I, I think, I mean, that's probably a good thing, right? Like, for the health of the citizens or whatever. But, like, Jesus. There's literally a liquor store on the corner of my street. And then there's one <laughs> a block down from there. And then there's one, like, th- four blocks the other way. And then there's one, like, like you know what I mean? Can't fucking get booze anywhere here. Not that I'm trying to walk around boozing. That was a conscious effort because I didn't want to be having to piss everywhere. Because, you know, they ain't nowhere to be pissing, especially with COVID. It's already a hard city to find a good piss in. You know, nobody wants you pissing, especially now. But where's the... Come on, New York City. Nobody's doing anything here. Nobody's Nobody seems to be drinking. Nobody's really smoking anything of any kind. I'm walking around fucking... Nobody... Nobody... No. I don't know. Shocking. I don't know. Where where's the fun at, guys? Come on. Oh, but I murdered that pizza in the park. Comedy seller was great though. Killer lineup. I am a little sad because been here this is my third night here. And the other two nights, other than the first, David Tell was there both times. So, you know, a little salty could saw David Tell. I think Todd Barry was the early show both nights, too. And, you know, that would have been sick. But I will say, like, as a lineup, it was it was the best one of the three days. So that worked out well. I just would have been devastated if, like, a legend, legend pop. Not that David Tell isn't, but that's, like, an, an expected thing that you might see there. You know, you always have fingers crossed somebody might pop in, but it didn't happen. I'm trying so hard not to burp again, too. Oh, my God, it's all coming back. That fucking Nathan's. <sighs> Good thing we're about to wrap up here. Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to go throw up before bed. <laughs> Nothing like puking right before bed. It really makes you feel good. Really makes you feel good. Oh, I think, yeah, more caffeine and sugar should help. That usually calms me down. Look, most of the things that I did here were food-related. I ate a bagel and locks, and while doing so, I ordered a pastrami sandwich. And that was about as tubby as I as I've ever been. <laughs> but it was like, ah, you know, Russ and daughters and cats's they're like right next to each other. It's like, am I really gonna make two trips? You know? <laughs> Just gotta do it. Went for it. Felt terrible. <laughs> Feel terrible after everything. A few hours later few hours later, I think I walked di- maybe directly. I don't even know the order. I ended up at Milk Bar, hella desserts, ate a piece of cake, and had a milkshake. Oh. Oh. 
Just thinking about it. Pretty harsh. Feeling sick. <laughs> good times. A lot of good times. But yeah, Coney Island today too. First of all, here's the thing. So their plain original hot dog is just a hot dog on a bun, which I didn't know. They didn't tell me that. I thought there would be mustard on it at least. So that was disappointing. And also you're supposed to get the chili cheese. I Trust me, I don't need that in the system right now. I'm also not a big chili guy. And, you know, there's no way. There's no way that that handles well. <laughs> also, I thought this was New York. I thought we'd do onions and sauerkraut or whatever. I saw a thing that said available by request, but it was too late. But I thought that's what we did here. So I thought that that was what an original was. Anyway, plain. It was tasty, you know, whatever, sure. Fried shrimp and some fries, though. The fries were killer. The fries were killer. Fried shrimp was good. Fat. Fat and flat. Hammered. Love it. <sighs> there was more. There was so much more. I've just been eating. Just been eating. I will say, though, the fucking drinks at the comedy store got me drunk. I was walking around fucking talking to people and shit just on the street. This dude. So there was like four Amazon guys rolling down. I was walking down like Hudson Street or something. And one dude went off the curb and lost all his shit. Like you've seen the cliche so many times. Guy drops his entire fucking... What is that? Like hand cart full of packages in the street. Dudes are rolling by. I'm just like, bro, you're not going to help your boy out? He looks at me and laughs and he's like, no. (laughs) Which I loved and respected because I would not do that either. But it's just like you're at work. Just You know what I mean? If you're at work, you'll help your guy. Whatever makes you get to stop what you're doing. Because here, that's a win-win. You know what I mean? You're killing more time. And you're helping your boy. That's good for everybody. You know, little things like that. Always help somebody that asks you for it when you're at work. If it's something that's easier than your regular job. 100%. Always say yes. You're always available. Right? Anybody ask you any questions? Oh, they needed help. There's nobody else around. Sorry. You know, well, I'm in trouble for being nice. Come on. Come on. I am exhausted. If I haven't said it 300 other times, we can confirm it one more time. Very tired. So much food. Not enough dumps. Definitely need to dump more. Hopefully not on the train. I think that my body just knows, too. It's like, you can't. We're going to shut it down for now. My body's very good about that. It's like, we're not going to make you have to figure this out. I don't even know if you can shit on those toilets. It doesn't seem like it. (laughs) It definitely doesn't seem like something I would want to even try to do regardless. But I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. This town ain't what it used to be. This town. I love this town. 
<sighs> Made a layup with a lighter at Rucker Park. So, you know, I have more in common with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar than you do. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, but it was cool. Cool to see the history. One of the hoops was down, I'm guessing, because ain't no way that motherfucker wouldn't be packed to the gills all the time if they were still up. But the thing is, like, another park down the street had their hoops up, so it's like like literally like a few blocks away. So it's like, what are we doing, guys? Just put them up. But it doesn't count if it's over there. People won't just move, you know? What are we thinking? <sighs> A lot of goodies, though. Went to MoMA. Saw some arts. Uh, probably, for sure, the best museum I've ever been to. Not a big painting guy, typically. I just don't get it most of the time, I think. I don't know. We don't really need to get into it. <laughs> you know, there, it's fine. But, the, you know, some incredible stuff in there. Absolutely. It was worth the price. was worth the price. Can't wait for tomorrow morning to sit on a fucking train and relax my feet. Because I'm forcing myself to do more stuff also. I do have to kill some time between checkout and train. But it's like, Jesus. I've already booked myself for like three things in the morning. Walking on these fucking feet. I'm going to have all this heavy shit now with full gear. It's going to be brutal. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be brutal. I'm already not looking forward to it. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love the optimism. I definitely picked the right amount of days. Honestly, if I could leave right after recording this, I would. I would just pack up and just head on back out. But alas, here we are. Trapped in the financial district. It's pretty sick, though. Right at the front door, subway stop, clutch has come in handy. I will say, also, I guess the Chicago fares are even less. Yeah, they are even less if you average it out. But, like, the weekly fare versus solo fare, not even remotely, it just doesn't add up. Because there's no way you're not, like here especially, there's no way you're not using the subway, like ever. All, you have, all the time, every day. Like I've gotten the seven day passes worth in two and a half days. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess that's the point, you know, spend more up front, da-da-da-da-da. Guess maybe they don't think people will actually just be going wild. I don't know. That's how you know I've reached the end of the line. I'm talking about fucking train fare information. I think that's time to call it, folks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to get some fucking sleep out here in the windy city, Sin City, the city of lights. Uh, I can't think of any more. The city with broad shoulders. 
I don't have any more. I'm tapped out. Please rate, review, subscribe to this show. On any and all platforms. Merch is at rfat.bigcartel.com. Uh, multiplex, Wolfex, electronic music of various forms. Abstract and wild, dancey and fun. You name it, we got it. Um, some cool stuff on the way with that also. Um, I think that's it. This has been Swell. Uh, pardon the lesser audio setup. We'll be back in the stew for the next episode. Don't go nowhere. Keep your pants on. Keep it cool. And remember, I are fat. You are fat. We are fat. Calculator.